This podcast is brought to you by the Tampa Bay Podcast Network. Hello, my lovely drumsters. It's Dawn Marie Mutel. Welcome back to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. Today is Valentine's Day, and I wanted to talk about love, amore. So I'm sure some of us have gotten hurt a couple of times before, and love in general is a very tricky thing, right? It's beautiful when it's blooming and it's blossoming and it's new and it's fresh, it's exciting and it's just wonderful, right? But after time, things can get a little stagnant if the partner is not interested in trying to do new things and is just staying comfortable in their little comfort zone, then that might be a problem. If you're growing and they're not growing, that could be a problem. But maybe you're looking for some new love, right? Maybe something happened and your partner is is no more. And so now it's time to begin again and you're ready to go. So I wanted you to just think of a couple of different things when you're trying to get your new partner. We might as well put down the essence of what you want from your special partner, right? And so I like to keep a list of like the traits and that they have integrity, that they're smart, that they have desires and goals and motivations, because it's hard to be with people who are not motivated to do anything, right? Because if you're one of those people who are who is a go-getter and you like to do things and you like to, you know, be up and about and, and go, 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 I mean, you don't have to go, go, go all the time, but maybe you just like to do a lot of stuff because you want to live life to the fullest like me, then it may seem that you're doing too much, but yet, it may be that because they're just doing too little. So it's it's tough when you're trying to really find a good balance to be with somebody who understands your goals and aspirations, because that's huge, right? If you have really big dreams and aspirations and, you know, really looking to do anything, they can't think of five things that they want to do, or that maybe they're happy in their career and they're kind of just like staying, uh, as they say, stuck in park, you know, and then they're comfortable, right? So they can get stuck in a comfort zone. But the only way they're going to come out of that is if they themselves want to make the changes. And it's like you could try drag the horse through the water, but you can't make them drink it, right? So the same goes with relationships. Um, But to think of a couple of different things that one of them is, what's your perfect partner like? Take a piece of paper, write down that question now. But then if you come back to it after this, think about the the answer to that question. And then think of like, you know, 15, 20 different personality traits of a person that you feel is really going to be your best partnership. I mean, I did this once and I thought I found the man, but it winds up it didn't work out. But I want you to think about, you know, what is like a perfect romantic vision for you? How would you live your life? What would you be doing when you go out? Are you going out couple times a week? Do you just have date night once a week? Are you making love several nights a week? Or is it just, uh, you know, once a week? What do you want from your partner? Do you want more of something? Do you want less of something? And when you think of a perfect moment, think of a place that you could be that's also a perfect place to be. So maybe it's a perfect date, right? A perfect uh, first date that you might think of having, maybe not the first date, or maybe as you're getting to know the person and you're really just starting to get closer to them. But a perfect scenario, like, and then maybe it's like, you're going to go ice skating in the park and then you're going to go for hot chocolate or you're going to take a stroll or a carriage ride or something that could be really romantic to you. But unless you write these things down, we're going to forget them, right? We, we're going to forget them. We're going to think, oh, it's a great idea. And then it's going to get pushed on the back burner and everything else is going to come first. And then those important things that are important to you for love and, and flourishing in a relationship, 
and having a true bonding experience with somebody that can really be your other half, right? That's an amazing thing. So it's not to be taken so lightly. And I keep seeing people like getting involved with people and then they're not right for each other. And and I don't think that it's wrong to like opposites attract and all that. It's great. They do. And I've gone out with the opposites of me. I'm very go, go, go. And I've had a couple of boyfriends who are more mellow. And I thought that was a great balance to me because I am very hyper and I'm very go, go, go. So it's nice to see somebody calm and like, oh, okay, let me get there too and be calm and zen and be in the moment. So another thing I want you to think about is how do they interact with your family and friends, right? Because that's so important. I had a fiance who, you know, their kids got involved in stuff and the ex-wife and uh, like all these different people, everybody had something to say, his family members and this and that. We were, you know, like 12 years apart from each other. But, you know, to them, they I don't know what they were thinking, but everything was a mess. And it was just like everybody's putting their input into relationships that really is not the freaking business. The relationship is between you and your partner. Now, it's one thing if you're getting abused by somebody then if other people are going to step in to try to intervene, then I'm going to try to help you or something. That's great. But I'm talking about just your day-to-day living and scenarios. And I know this this person was going through a really bad divorce and I tried to stay out of it, but then you can't because you're part of their life. So then you're involved in stuff, right? So think about scenarios you want to stay away from. You know, I used to say when I was in my 20s dating, I was like, I'm thinking, I don't want to date musicians. I don't want to date artists. I don't want to date policemen or firemen because I felt like everybody wants them, right? It's like they're in so high demand. It's hard when you wanted to have a one-on-one relationship with somebody and everybody's like throwing themselves at them. Then sometimes it's hard for them to say no, right? So I didn't really want to get into that. What kind of lifestyle would you have? You know, what kind of living situation would you be living in? Some people want to live in an apartment. Some people want to live in a house. Some people want to live in the country and they want to live in a caravan where they can go around and do all these different things. Now, if that's the way they're thinking they want to have their life and you thinking that something different, you may start to like butt heads again, because now who's going to compromise? You know, are you willing to make a sacrifice because you love them that much to live like that? Or would you just say, hey, you go travel for a couple of months and I'll see you in a couple of months. But that's a really tough way to have a relationship, right? So as musicians and artists, you know, you may be on the road a lot and traveling. So it's hard to just say to this person, give up your life and come with me on the road, right? Because we know that that's not the way to do it. And you can't just uproot people. But if they're looking for something to do and some adventure in their life, and they're like, wow, this could be great, then they would do it. But you can't always expect everybody to do what you want to do with your stuff and with your life, right? So you have to really think about the kind of partner that wants the same stuff as you do. Maybe they want children and you don't want to have kids because you don't want to be tied down because you feel like you're going to be traveling around the world and you're just barely scraping by and you don't have enough money to take care of them the way you want to or something. And you just decide, I'm going to wait 10 years to have kids. And I always say you should wait as long as possible to have children because they will take up all of your time. They will change your life, right? So I'm not saying they're not a blessing. They're a blessing and it's beautiful to have a family, but Once you do, then things can be really different and financially different. And if you really feel that, you know, you're just starting to grow a business or something and you don't have that stability, then it may be wise to just hold off and wait a little bit until the timing is a little bit better and things can get a little bit more comfortable for you. And I know people say, oh, there's no such thing as a bad time and the right time to do it. But sometimes if you know 
things are really dire, then hold off. Because as Michael Jackson would say, if you can't beat the baby, then don't have a baby. So anyway, (laughs) I digress. But do you know your love language? This is really important because you may not know what your love language is and something you may want to look online and just Google love language and they'll give you a little quiz to test and say, oh, that's what my love language is. Now, some people have it's touch. Some people it's just about verbal, you know, I love you. And some people it's actions. That's me. It's like you can talk, 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 but I need to see actions because to me, actions prove to me that somebody really cares about me. So it's easy to say words. But I feel like people throw around the word love these days. You know, they love chocolate. They love this. They love that. I love, 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 love you. But yes, we want to come from love. We want to give love. But we also don't want to say you love somebody to somebody because there's all different kinds of love, right? So there's, you know, I love you as a friend and I love you as a, as a roommate and I love you as a, as a parent. You get my point. So try not to use that word unless you really mean it, okay? Because it's really not a good thing to lead somebody on to say that you love them, but then you really don't feel that way. But you're just in a habit of saying it, maybe, you know, because some people have a habit of saying, I love you, love you, love you. So be careful what you say to people, because especially if something is new and it's blooming and it's blossoming, and then all of a sudden you say, oh, I love you. And then they're like, oh my God, they're in love with me. And, you know, <laughs> and then they start falling deeper, but you didn't really mean that. And you don't feel that way. So about the words you say before you say them, right? And when you go on this special date with somebody, what would you be wearing? What, what do you think your style would be? I love getting dressed up to go to a dinner. To me, it's like, oh, it's a special occasion. Even if it's a casual dinner, I'm still getting dressed to go to a dinner, right? I want to take the time to present myself to my man and just, um, I'm trying to look good for you. Are you going to do the same for me? Because nothing like a shop dress man. I'm not saying you got to put a tuxedo on, but hey, if you want to take me out and put a tuxedo on, that sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't done that in a while. But you know what I'm saying? Put something nice on. Don't just go out with a wrinkled shirt and think like, hey, here I am. Because the wrinkles look worse than just wearing a t-shirt. So take off the wrinkled shirt, take an eye into it, press it, a steamer. Ask your girlfriend to do it for you if you don't know how. And then ask her to teach you so you can learn how. And you don't have to ask her to do it. You could do it yourself. But look nice. Maybe you put on a little cologne. Women, you know, give a little bit of spritz some nice perfume fragrance and, and get that je ne sais quoi, the romance, uh, oui? And it's a beautiful thing. And you could go to Chili's. Who cares where you go? You know, just enjoy the ambiance of being in each other's presence and say how much you really enjoy being with them and spending time with them. Because that is the meat of the, of the whole thing about love is that, you know, you feel connected and you can just share thoughts and talk and laugh and joke and, you know, have a good time. Because when somebody's just, you know, arguing with you all the time, that's not fun. No. So try not to talk about work stuff. Try not to talk about, you know, the kids stuff. Unless it's like a new relationship and they're asking, oh, how many kids do you have? And, you know, but if somebody's going through a whole turmoil of stuff, try to stay away from that stuff because it's just going to poison the beautiful evening together. And you could always talk about that on the phone another time or something. But in a new relationship, you know, just try to stay away from all that heavy stuff because you don't want to scare somebody away because you're going through a tough time. And, you know, as they say, everything is going to pass, right? This too shall pass, but we don't know how long it's going to be before it passes. And then why taint 
that beautiful relationship with something that that's not as pretty, not as loving. Table it for another time and try not to talk about the mundane things. Just talk about fun stuff. Like, what was your favorite movie you'd like to see? And have you gone to see any, any new art exhibits? So some, some types of things that you can talk about that are just a little bit more fun and lighthearted. And you can have a little bit of a more fun time. And I always say, you know, try not to drink too much because I find alcohol sometimes it can go south real fast. And like, depending on the mood that you're in or what's going on around you, if you're under a lot of stress and it could blow up and you can turn into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and one minute you're fine and then all of a sudden too much alcohol and it's alcohol that could kick you in the butt. So then you just got to watch and just, you know, try not to do anything. As I say, try not to do anything stupid, right? Just have control and, and realize what self-awareness of what you're doing and, and how many you had because people can lose track and say, oh my God, did I have six martinis? I thought it was one. And if they say that, then I think they may have a problem, but that's another story. I'm not judging here. I'm just saying not to, to drink too much because, I mean, have you ever seen a Real Housewives show? I mean, they, they fight all the time because I think because they're drinking and they start the hormones changing and holding all that stuff. Everybody's just fighting all the time. And I said, if you remove the alcohol, they would probably all have a great time and laugh together. But anyway, I want you to find love. I want you to feel love. And even if you don't find a partner, I want you to love yourself. I want you to take care of yourself and do something really special for yourself. So if that means you're taking yourself out to your favorite restaurant. And if you don't want to eat in the restaurant, then just call them up and say, hey, can you get it to go? Give you, get yourself a massage, give yourself a haircut, go get a facial or a back mask or something, go take a sauna, take a steam room, take a jacuzzi, I don't know, but do something you love, do it alone, okay? Don't let the day, like, oh my God, it's Valentine's Day and everybody and their mother out there is going to be coupled off and yes, they're going to be romance everywhere, but if you love yourself and you enjoy your own presence, then you can have a great time. And you know what? I find that when you go out by yourself, you wind up talking to people a little bit easier because you may see that there's somebody to talk to and you may just strike up a conversation and just have a nice conversation with somebody. It happens to me all the time. It's where I'm with my friends. I don't get to talk to people as much because I'm with my friends and we're having our conversation, right? So it's a great way to meet some new people and and who knows, maybe that new love of yours is sitting right next to you and you don't even know it until you start to talk. So I hope you have a really happy Valentine's Day and I hope you find the love of your life. And if you have the love of your life, that you let them know how much they mean to you so that they know that you don't take them for granted. And I hope that you feel love every day, no matter which day it is. And so I want to say, remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams and leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and rock out and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye for now.